Hey there, and welcome to the Just Keep Vlogging podcast. I'm Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com, and I'm here to give you a regular dose of blogging adrenaline. Um, I am so excited today to have my friend Rosemary Groner on the show. Aww, I'm excited to be here. Glad you took time out of your very busy uh, 20 <laughs> hour a week <laughs> or less. <laughs> hour a week or less uh, working while you <laughs> go and do ballroom dancing and other things. <laughs> time away from ballroom dancing and knitting. Yeah, I can, but you're worth it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, I don't know if you guys have heard, but I am having a uh, Facebook ads mastery weekend in October of this year with Monica Louie, who is also one of me and Rosemary's FinCon buddies. Um, But she just has been like mastering the whole world of uh, Facebook ads, um, Monica Louie, and she now does that sort of as her profession, uh, managing Facebook ads for companies. Um, she's done them for Pat Flynn and a few other big names in the industry. And um, today I wanted to invite uh, to invite Rosemary because um, I know that Rosemary has personal experience like as a blogger uh, using Facebook ads. And, um, I think she has some really good insights, uh, into how they can help kind of be a game changer for your business. Um, if you're willing to put some time and energy into them. Oh yeah. So my question to you, Rosemary is why did you decide to try ads in the first place? So first of all, I had always heard that ads worked, right? But I'm also not super technical. And I don't know if you guys have seen inside of the ads manager or the dashboard, it's awful. Yep. Like, I don't think there's anything more intimidating in the world. I could never get, so every single time I would try, I would try to get like my landing pages to like show a conversion. Like I'd never get a green dot. There were so many tries and fails where I'm like, okay, I know that it's important to do this. I would go in and I would attempt to set it up and then I would just spend hours doing it and it wasn't done right. I was never sure if the conversions were tracking correctly, and then I would just give up, right? Or I, I would spend so much time setting up the ad that I would have really crappy ad copy where I'm like, I mean, it wasn't this bad, but it's basically like, here, just buy this, please. <laughs> like, I'm done. <laughs> and so, like, I, I just, I had tried so many times and just gotten so frustrated that it was one of those things that I always knew that I should do, but it just kept getting, like, kicking the can down the road, you know what I mean? So it was, like, a long time before I ever got super into it. Um, yeah. When I got into it, I got really uh, lucky and I had had somebody kind of show me how to set up the ad, yep. which it sounds so dumb, right? But that, that was the part. It wasn't like writing the copy. It wasn't the picture, all of the, actually it probably was the picture too. But when <laughs> somebody showed me like the mechanics of it and could confirm that my conversions were working I had so much more confidence. The other thing is that I had kept hearing that it was going to take thousands of dollars to make your ads profitable. Right. And I think this was actually, um, I had heard somebody speak about Facebook ads one time. And this is like a giant blogger with like, I mean, you know, a staff of like 150, but he had been talking about how, you know, he was telling us all about Facebook ads, giving us good advice. But then he was also like, you know, just keep in mind, it took me, $10,000 of ad spend before I could make my ads profitable. 
And I'd heard, that wasn't the first time that I'd heard that. So going into this, I was kind of like, this is not going to work out. At the time that I was started doing ads, I was, I can't remember exactly. I know I was over $20,000 a month. I'm thinking I was somewhere closer to $30,000 a month. Mm-hmm. But even at that, at that amount of income for the hours that I worked, I was like, I don't want to spend $10,000 to make these things profitable. Right. And you don't really understand what profitable is, right? So like, because nobody says like exact numbers, like, oh, I spent this and I made this month. Mm-hmm. So for me, Facebook ads were a really, really slow thing that I got into. But once I had somebody actually show me how to set up an ad and specifically a tripwire, um, and a tripwire is that, I don't know if we, you want to go into that later. Yeah, we can, we can. Yeah. So a tripwire is basically like a secondary thank you page after they opt in that you give them an offer. And then if they take that offer and purchase it, they have another thank you page. If you put your tag and I don't really scare anybody if you're, not, if you're new to ads, but if you put your conversion tag, like on that last thank you page, which means the only way I get a conversion is if they spent X number of dollars with me. So $9. Mm-hmm. Um, the first like official ad that I ran had a tripwire instead of an opt-in. So I never had to worry about how much money I was spending versus how much money I was making. It told me right in the dashboard exactly how much money I was making and how much money I was spending. And that was based on how you had it set up. That was because I set it up correctly because somebody showed me how to set that up correctly. Gotcha. When that was done, right? So I went from basically trying and failing at this for, I know it was months. It honestly may have even been more than a year. Once I had that, I got no, granted, I got pretty lucky that my copy was good on that one. Um, But the, that was scaled so quickly and so fast. Like that was my first dad and it just went gangbusters. We were spending um, about $25,000 a month on that in ads. Mm -hmm immediately making back $50,000 a month. That's insanity. And the reason why it's immediately is because it's not an affiliate product. It was my own product that I was sending through Sundowl. So Mm -hmm. I didn't have to be like, oh, what if I spend that $25,000 and I don't make it back? Like, because as soon as like I spent that money, it was immediately back in my bank account. Right. Because like day for day, you could see the sales coming in and you knew how much you were spending per day versus how much was coming in per day. Exactly. Um, And I know this sounds like, oh my gosh, like that's massive amounts of money. But I want to encourage people who are listening, like, like when she says you've got to practice, like you don't practice with $25,000. Oh my gosh. No, no. You know, you sort of... yeah. You ease your way in. <laughs> Even now, like we have a lot of, um, like if we wanted to, we would have a lot of disposable income to like test and throw at ads, but I don't, I test dollar a day. So basically if I have an ad idea that I'm like, Ooh, you know, I really think this could convert well. I don't start at like 50 bucks a day. I test it at a dollar a day. And if it's converting positively over like a few days with a dollar a day, then I'll bump it up to like 30, 40, 50, 200, mm-hmm. 500. Once it converts at a certain number, and the other thing you have to think about is when you scale, and again, this might be too advanced because the first step is you have to get the ad set up, but when you scale, it usually converts better for me at lower numbers than higher numbers. So like if I'm putting a dollar a day in, I might spend a dollar to make $9. So I'm spending $1 per purchase and the purchase is worth $9. 
Um, so that's like a one to nine ratio. But if I'm doing $200 a day, I might be spending $4 to make $9. Now, at the end of the day, does it really matter? No, because I'm cash positive. But it's a it's a larger margin. So um, if you do it at a dollar and kind of like scale up over time, I think that's the smartest way to do it. Okay, cool. Um, let's see. So how do you feel like using ads influenced your growth? Because you said that you were able to sort of figure it out. And I mean, clearly it made things much more profitable for you. Do you feel like it made it more profitable faster because you were getting basically oh, yeah. by, by paying yeah. to play? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I went, um, so I was pretty much, I was at $20,000 for a couple of months. I cannot remember if I was 20 or 30,000. I'm pretty sure it was 30,000. Um, when I started ads and I almost immediately within a month jumped to a hundred thousand dollars a month because we had some other stuff going on in the background mm-hmm. too, our products. But obviously if you're creating 25,000 additional dollars of profit instantly in a month, I mean, it's a really big deal. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So like, and the crazy thing is if I had gotten my ads together earlier, you need to have a product. Obviously you need to have at the very minimum a tripwire. Um, but if I'd gotten my act together earlier, I could have easily done that a year before I did it. Yeah. And this is kind of where, uh, my heart kind of is with this Facebook mastery weekend is I think that a lot of people here, you should do Facebook ads to help grow your list and offset the cost or potentially make it profitable. Right. And people freak out. Like you said, they get the dashboard, they freak out, they'll spend money for about a week because they have no idea what they're doing. And so my heart with this event was to say, Hey, you don't need to wait until you've made it (laughs) to start trying this kind of stuff because we have this, um, opportunity in front of us where Facebook who probably knows way too much about us, um, has the ability to target audiences that will never, like will never probably never like organically come to your site or find out about you. Like you're able to kind of go out and get them And, you know, like that's what a lot of normal businesses (laughs) do is they go out and get customers. Um, But I think in blogging, we get used to the idea of them coming to us via SEO or whatever, which is a solid thing and does work. But I want people to know like there's another way and you can not like you don't have to wait until you have a full time or part time income blogging to dive into that stuff. Like you can start experimenting with it now because a tripwire is not necessarily, you know, a product that people have to wait on to make until they're like way down in their journey. I mean, if you can make a simple product, you know, ebook, workbook, bundles, like whatever you want to do. Um, and so like the heart of the weekend is that people are going to come and they're going to get Monica's full Facebook ads training course, which talks about conversions, uh, trains you on conversions and trains you on traffic, um, ads, traffic. Uh, And then when they actually come, the purpose of the weekend is to walk people through setting up their tripwire and then having Monica basically sit down and just kind of like what you were talking about when you had somebody sit down with you, a person who knows what they're talking about, sit down and say, this image sucks or this image is great. This copy sucks or this image is good. I mean, this, this copy is good. And I feel like that's one of the biggest areas where people get frustrated is because I think they feel like they're taking shots in the dark. Yes. Yeah. It's, and it's, and I feel that like I totally, but the thing is, is that in the tripwire, I'm so glad that you guys are doing the tripwire because the tripwire is key prior to that. And I had a huge list when I started, I don't remember exactly how many, but I know it was more than 50. It was probably like Mm 80,000. And when I 
started, I had, I already had products for sale, like in what you would call like an in-doc series or like the, the first few emails of my sequence. So like I already had plenty of ways to monetize the leads that I was getting, but until that tripwire, it's all just fuzzy math. You're like, okay, I spent 20 bucks. I got, you know, however many subscribers, like, I think I'm going to make money, but like, you're not sure. So there's no way you're going to start spending $200 a day on that. Like, unless you are no for certain that you're spending money, it's almost, it's so hard to like, be like, okay, yes, I'm going to do this. We're actually having that trouble right now in Pinterest ads because Pinterest now has conversions too, but they're mm -hmm. a lot, lot different. Oh my gosh. It's, it's so much harder than Facebook ads. <laughs> and, um, we're not able to get our conversions to go through for some reason. We're having problems with that. And I'm like, you know, I really want to scale these up because I'm pretty positive that they're profitable. Just having the, like, I know for sure from Facebook that right. I'm like, I don't want to risk it. Yeah. That's Pinterest is going to be the new, the new, um, frontier. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Watch, I, I always tell people I let Rosemary go first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I let Rosemary go experiment because she likes to do that. And then when I know it's good to go, that's when I. <laughs> that's probably a really good strategy. <laughs> um, so what do you feel like is the best advice you can give people on getting over the fear of running and testing ads? First, you have to think about the fact that you're not going to waste money. I mean, I would say at most you should be wasting 20 bucks on testing. And, and even that, like eventually at the $20, you're going to make most of that back, if not all of it. And you have to look at the, you have to look at the potential loss versus the potential reward, right? You're going to spend 20 bucks on, on lattes or I don't even know, like planners or whatever you're into. And the potential profit of this is absolutely insane. I mean, the amount of money that you can make once you get it working right, it, it's nuts. It's almost like we call it whenever we get like the ad that's like, like that $25,000 into 50,000 scalable to that, to that amount. It's mm -hmm. like, you're essentially printing money. I mean, yeah. that's what you're, doing. you're just like yeah. pressing a button and the ATM spitting out hundreds. It's pretty nuts. Yeah. So I feel like it's such a great way to like, just take control of the scalability of your business a little bit. Yeah. And, and it, it does doesn't require other people. Like, it's not like you need, and that's the thing is like, we have a pretty lean team. Um, and we didn't, when I started doing ads, it was just me and I had a part-time assistant. Mm -hmm. Um, but I didn't need to like add 50 people to, you know, my team in order to, you know, double my income. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Facebook ads is really just about set it, watch it, tweak it, and then learn, yeah. learn the strategy behind it. Yep. I, I think the strategy behind it is the thing, like just understanding like how to walk yourself through the dashboard correctly and setting things up correctly and linking to the right pages and things like that. Um, and so that's what my hope is, like I said, of the weekend is that people like will walk through uh, Monica's course. And then when she's actually at the retreat, she's going to walk people through um, you know, day by day and setting up different things and giving people time to implement and getting to sit down with them one, like one-on-one -on -one or in a group setting, depending on the ticket and just kind of looking at what they've created and telling them whether or not, you know, it's got the right elements for success and being able to just hit publish by the time they leave that weekend um, with confidence, like is the goal. So 
I really appreciate you kind of like sharing your insight and your story because I still remember, um, like I remember that weekend that we went to the lake where we got snowed into that terrible mountain house or whatever, <laughs> lake house for our, for our mastermind retreat. And that was about the time that like, I think your income was about to like, uh, spike yeah. significantly into that 20 and $30,000 a month zone. Um, yeah. because you're talking about taking your family to Disney. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. So during that particular season was probably around the time that this became something that you were like, I'm going to give this a go. And you know, it's, you're not the only person that I have seen that's had stories like this where they just, they, they got the three pieces. They got the ad, they got the ad copy and they got, um, or probably, it's probably more like four or five pieces, but they got the five main components, which is like the audience, the traffic. Uh, I mean, the audience, the ad copy, the image and the offer kind of to sync up and it was a significant game changer for their income. It's huge. And it's like, it's one of those things that you don't know how important it is until you get there. And then you're like, oh my gosh, why did I not spend more time on this before now? Yeah. So I guess the thing is like, if people want to try Facebook ads, like don't wait, it's kind no. of the point, like don't go wait. ahead and don't think too that it's going to have this significant like it's not going to be this crazy resource suck that you think it's going to be it's not going to be like oh my gosh i'm going to have to spend so much money or i'm going to have to hire all these people it's the easiest way to scale your business without having extra people come on without creating additional products it's honestly the highest roi because you're using all of the things that you have now you're just using it much smarter yeah Exactly. And you're going out and you're getting an audience that may not come to you. Right. And plus then you don't care if traffic goes down. Yeah. Like if Pinterest puts you in jail, you're like, what else? <laughs> yeah. It's just one more. Um, it's another option. Cause like you don't want all your eggs in one basket. It's another right. option. Um, another stream of income. And as a blogger, I think it's wise to have, you know, as many kind of streams of income as you can get going, especially when they're passive. So. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Rosemary, for your time. I really, really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. And now we can get back to baking some brownies and. <laughs> I know, knitting class. Going to knitting class. <laughs> Checking on the blog later. Rosemary is, uh, if you don't know Rosemary Groner, her blog is The Busy Budgeter. And, um, you know, what's your story? You started as a state trooper. <laughs> I, did. I was a state trooper for nine years and then I reduced our spending by um, over $23,000 a year. I quit my job and started a home daycare, replaced my own salary. I started a blog and within 10 months I was making a full-time income for my blog. Within um, about 18 months I was making $20,000 a month um, for my blog. And then with just a little bit over two years, I think it was right around like the 25th month, we were making over $100,000 a month from the blog. So yep. it's been a pretty crazy journey. Mm -hmm. Yep. And now it's passive for the most part. And yeah. she yep. gets to knit and bake brownies and go to ballroom dancing class. That was my favorite thing when I went to go see you last time. <laughs> I know. She came, I got, I got, I beat her to her house a little bit early and <laughs> <laughs> when I got inside, she came inside in this like gown that filled up like the entire hallway. <laughs> it was like, hey, do you want a brownie? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, full on ball gown. It's the uh, funniest thing. I'm like, but that, I mean, 
So the crazy part about blogging is when you get this stuff straight, like anything is possible and you could just, you can fill your time with whatever makes you happy and like whatever you want to do. Like those, these are things that I could never do if I had a traditional job. And my thing in blogging is like, yes, I could totally work 50 hours a week and I could, I could grow it like 10 times faster and 10 times larger. But like, why in the world would you like (laughs) anything you want right now? Like why? work more and why work harder if you don't need to. Right. And that's why I'm always encouraging people like you got to find your own success story. Like what, what does success and blogging look like to you and what's going to be best for your family and for your life and for yourself. Um, and I think we're all finding that in our journeys. So again, thank you so much, Rosemary. I really appreciate you. (laughs) Thanks. Bye Kim. Bye. Hey, I hope you guys found today's episode really helpful. If you want to find out more about the Facebook ads mastery weekend, please visit kimandersonconsulting.com forward slash FB for Facebook FB. Um, And you'll find all the information about how to get your ticket, how to get your spot um, and more information about Monica and the course uh, that's going to be included in the ticket price of this particular um, mastery weekend. So I would really love to see some of you guys come out uh, because I believe that this is going to be sort of a game changer weekend for some of you all who have been wanting to scale your income but haven't been sure exactly how to. Uh, for you guys who have been thinking about playing with Facebook ads but keep getting freaked out um, or haven't really been able to kind of get in that flow of getting them to convert for you in the way that you need them to convert. So um, please check out kimandersonconsulting.com forward slash FB and I'll see you guys again soon.